Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. Yes, the dice drink flows from the force. I am the father. One ring to rule them all. I'm a spy! You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Fine. I'll do it myself. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I got a bad feeling about this. Where's my super suit? It's a trap. This is madness. He threw you in the air with the lie. Why so serious? We have a hope. To infinity. This party's Hello there. All right, guys, what's up? We are back in part two of MCU history, and we're going to pick up kind of where we left off we're starting with phase three it starts so well with civil war may 6 2016 like for that to be the first movie in a phase it's gonna be a good phase oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i love that's civil war. arguably one of the Whoa. best no not even arguably that is one of the best marvel movies Oh, it is. It's almost competing with Avengers level. We'll get to ratings like oh, yeah. later down. I Are think Ryan wants favorites? to get to that later. I think I think one of the biggest reasons why Civil War was so great um, was just because it didn't feel like anything was pushed. It didn't feel like the plot was pushed because they were like basically yeah forced because Civil War is basically the Avengers kind of getting in a fight on this whole idea of. Pinning the so are pinning superheroes down on rules and regulations, but um, throughout all of Phase One and Phase Two, and especially the Avengers film, they kind of hint at Cap and Iron Man kind of getting on odds. I know, um, but Civil War just didn't feel pushed at all, or the plot just felt so natural, and I just I don't know. Even right. a darker turn. Than it is. I I don't I don't mean like dark, but you know what I mean. Like took a little more, little more darker tone in the MCU because Winter Soldier was like that because the Russo brothers directed it and the Russo brothers directed Civil that's War. That's why I'm so it, excited for Infinity War. That's why the Russo I just brothers like, and they both were pretty emotional, especially Civil War, for a while. Civil War it was brought, like yeah, because it's like you see your team being divided. Cap versus Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah, and it was still enjoyable. It was still pretty funny, and there's uh, there's so much stuff that happens in Civil War. Yeah, we should talk about the main things, yeah. like main maybe not main parts of the movie, but main parts that relate to Infinity War. Yeah. So I guess oh the divide between like okay uh Bucky, well, Bucky and Wakanda and then um Captain Bucky being blamed. Oh yeah, Bucky being blamed. So That's the whole plot technically. Yeah. Hydra. And that's when you see Black Panther for the first time. T'Challa he makes come his in. Really good entrance. Yeah, really cool. I no, I like no, I, I liked him I liked in Civil him. War more than Black Panther. I would agree with that too. I would also agree with that. I don't know. There was something so cool about Black Panther's character in Civil War, and I like the suit. Better I think. In Civil yeah, War. Honestly, honestly, I, don't, I don't like the purple scheme. I don't. Yeah, I don't. The thing don't is, like it, it was because he was the here. Sorry, Ryan. That's okay. You can talk. We've been doing this all night, stealing the mic from each other. I think it's because he was more of a visual ante. He was like a Batman That's almost. Exactly what he I was, was kind of like, like Batman. Batman in the in the Civil War. He wasn't like some king of Wakanda. He was literally just seeking revenge 
and avenges or his vengeance father. for his father. Oh, his it was the previous and, Black Panther. Yeah, too. and that's what led him to follow Captain America and Iron Man at the very end. Because, you yeah. know, he's following Bucky. I think Chadwick Boseman, who plays him, like, really establishes his character. Like, I don't know. I just, like, he did it so well. He nails the accent. And oh, that yeah. was so cool. He's American, too, which is it's just, yeah, No, it's, it's weird to see him talk in interviews because he's, like, he's straight up American. Yeah. And then. Like, it's kind of like, are you sure he's doesn't have an actual Wakandan accent? And then <laughs> it's trippy. And then, of course, we have to mention what <laughs> this one tiny little thing that they threw in here, Spader Boy. Oh, this was the very first Spider-Man. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about James Spader. Yeah, I was no. like, I was like, <laughs> dying long ago. Also, no, comment. I love James Spader as Ultron. Yeah, there he yeah. is. Yes, no, good but villain. Spider-Man. Villain, villain. We saw Spider-Man in the trailer. I remember that with Cap's shield. That was one of the hey, best MCU trailers because seeing him with the everyone. Avengers. Hey guys, Andrews. It's just not the- steals Cap's hey shield. Yeah. Like you can't get. I watched that trailer. It was one of the most watched trailers besides Infinity War since then that I've watched of the MCU movies. It was also like introducing with Spider Man was because they didn't int- like they didn't tell like we were all wondering is Spider Man going to be in Civil War? Well, it was because recently Marvel bought Sony. Sony. Yeah. Well, no, no, they didn't buy. Oh, they Sony. didn't buy Sony. My they bad. The, my bad. They, they bought they the right. They made a deal. No, yeah, they made yeah. a contract. They made a deal because that. actually yeah. Sony still has a contract. With Andrew Garfield for another Spider-Man Let's go. movie, I but that's Spider-Man out there, best Spider-Man. Think they're using for Venom. Venom. Yeah. I really hope they use it for Venom. I think Andrew Garfield might play the Spider-Man in that. At least it's it makes rumored. it makes sense. Tom Hardy's actually on the IMBD for that. Is he really? Like he's on the cast for it. Like Andrew Garfield's listed no, Spider-Man. No, Tom. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't well, mean. I mean Tom I didn't Hardy's mean, plays. I didn't mean Tom Hardy. Hardy. I meant Tom Holland. That's what I. I'm sorry. I meant the other Tom. Wait, Tom really? Holland is cast. He him? is literally on the cast on IMBD for that Venom movie. You're, wait, really? I'm not even joking. Hmm. We can look this up after because this is about a movie that's in the future. Right, yeah, that's interesting. All right, my boys are gonna look that up. But then after Civil War, the end scene is obviously Bucky and Wakanda. And then you, you find out that Wakanda exists, which is kind of right. cool. Because if you follow the comics, Wakanda is really prominent with their uh, meteorite of, um, uh, uh, what, what's the metal called? Vibranium. Vibranium, yeah. I just want to say something real quick. On that note, what Wait, Jack what? said before, he is listed, Tom Holland is listed on the IMDb, but it's rumored. rumored. It's rumored. Rumored. I feel like they're going to keep that secret till it reveals. That'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be sweet if he was just a Peter Parker cameo and not a Spider-Man. No, well, they have to. If it's Venom, they have to put Spider-Man in there. If he's, if it's just a Peter Parker. Well, well, he's such a big part of Spider-Man. So this is going to focus on Venom being an anti-hero and he actually strikes a deal with Peter Parker where he becomes like a protector of San weird. Francisco. I always see Venom So I think this movie is actually going to take place in San Francisco, or, but this is in the future. Yeah, I got it. What if uh we'll have an episode about it. Tom Holland works with Hardy. That'd be and lit. If it's like, Tom Holland and Tom Hardy against Carnage. Again. I don't know because it, oh, it's, it's ter- isn't this supposed to be rated R? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be rated R. Yeah. So I don't know if the MCU is going to mix. That doesn't just going to be offset cuz it's all Sony. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll talk more. I about just it wanted to yeah. say one quick thing about um, Civil War before we move on, and I I think it's this whole idea of 
disunity. So like the team being split and being divided because I think what made Avengers so successful was because these heroes didn't just come together and boom, they all get along immediately. It's so realistic as to their, their personalities. They don't get along. You know, Captain America and Iron Man, they're always arguing, always They've fighting. They've been hinting at this Mr. for a while. Exactly. Cool. So people oh, yeah. like fans thought that, oh, Avengers, they got their fighting with. They got that over with. But really, it had been building up to Civil War. And I think they needed this sort of... There's a lot okay. of things. Here, hang on, hang on, hang on. I took a class on um, communicating within teammates. It's kind of stupid. But there's these four stages to um, team, like teams, and they go uh, norming, storming, forming, performing. It's a, it's a weird theory. It's like it's a scholar. Like a build up it's, yeah, these three tiers where, you know, like the team forms, and the team storms, and the team forms. And so I think it's so important that they had civil war and got this little like they it just got it all out of their system before they meet their biggest challenge. And it meet yeah, and it meets like more a little more politics involved because they kind of like you don't they don't address like the 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 casualties from all these from like but which in a way they're kind of like blaming the Avengers like they caused them a little too much rather than like it's not like the Avengers directly caused all these, but I, I I like how they did address that because you don't really think about that in until like then. And I do like how they show both sides of the spectrum. I'm me for me, I'm more Team Cap, even though I love Iron Man. Iron Man's yeah, my favorite. I remember. But I can big. see where Whoa. Iron Man's coming from because Iron Man feels so guilty and responsible for Ultron and Sokovia. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why he mm-hmm. wants to like, okay. You know what? So we mean, Clint, what were you? What were you? Team Iron Man or Cap? Oh no, I was Team Captain. Definitely. Really? I was Team Most Cap people as well. Are team Wait, Cap. you guys were all Team Cap? Yeah. You too. I love the only I feel so betrayed right now, Ryan. You were Team Cap. Here's the thing, Jack. I don't think I really officially sided with anyone, but I would admit I just did not like the idea of restricting superheroes to only acting when the government needed them. I agree with that, but. I'm on Team Iron Man all the way for the for, the for Iron Man's for character side of everything. Oh yeah, like oh, okay, yeah, oh, I like see I oh, yeah. at the Pretty end of Civil I War, I hated, I absolutely hated Captain America. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. Him, no, I was even, I was more mad hiding at Tony. the truth, hiding the truth about Tony's parents the entire time he yeah. knew him. That was that made me yeah, so mad. That's true. And then but, that's true. See, that's why I love no. about this movie because it just it, no it was such a backstabbing team moment. Team that you look at both sides. Exactly. Oh no, I, mean, I can you blame I Iron Man for trying to kill Winter Soldier? No, no. no. The thing is, yeah, MCU does such a great job with developing these characters. It's it's not easy saying, oh, I like Iron Man more. Oh, I want Tony. It was so hard, like choosing to, which to pick, side you're yeah. gonna be on. And honestly, for me, I never really chose a side because yeah. it's like they're both my favorite characters. It's, it's so hard to choose. Really cool because I they're both playing kind of like opposite roles because Captain America is the Boy Scout who always follows orders, always does what the government tells. Until like Winter Soldier, oh, he started to lean yeah. toward that side, and then. Iron Man is the opposite. Remember, like Iron Man Two, he's like telling exactly. the government to go screw themselves. You right. can have the Iron Man suit because, like, yeah, yeah. 
it's he's like <laughs> I long, I successfully pri- privatized World Peace. <laughs> now oh, that yeah. I oh, think yeah. about it, I honestly do kind of side with Iron Man's philosophy of you know like creating some sort of um. Yeah, but when it's boundaries, the UN controlling for, it, is it really that It's not good? control. It's just having some sort of supervision. Just some sort of, in like... But when Cap says, like, are we going to, like, it's like you have the entire team ready, but the gov- you're waiting for the UN to say where to go, even though there's tons of people dying. Yeah, and one of the... Yeah. T- and, like, the like, cool part of the Cap says is, like, um... I sometimes I wish I can look away when so when there's something bad and then Iron Man's no you don't he's yeah. like yeah I don't I just that's so cool yeah, I like they know in, that, in the movie because it shows that they know each so other so well Iron Man's my favorite and I'm always on Iron Man's side so this is the only time where I'm like I don't I don't really agree with Tony even though I see where he's coming from it's just I love how they do that you, the movie you, was, you can switch sides it was so good too because they really show how uh, Iron Man and Captain America's relationship. Is it really is strong, even though they're so. Buzz Lightyear and Woody. No, yeah. literally. Well, I don't know if because I there's that. that. There's <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I would. No, I, I would think that's too. That's a pretty good analogy. No. I think it's great too because at first Where's Woody. They no. both. They both. Like, because at first each other. they. First, at first they're very reluctant. You see, kind you of. Don't see them like working together. Yeah, and then in this one to get in the beginning, especially Age of Ultron, they're starting to work together, getting to know each other more, and you really see in this one. They do seem like really good friends and really close. And it seems like Tony really knows friends, him. Yeah. Because I remember that scene where Tony wanted him to Ugh. sign the contract. He had like a pen from some president. Because he knew was, that. It was JFK, I think. Something like that. No, it wasn't JFK. I think it was um, FDR or something like because that. Because he yeah. knew Truman, that Captain America. Because that was during his time that. or something. Oh, I think it was the signing of the con- peace contract to World War II. Yeah. I think something like that, that. Something like that. I but think Japan? it was. Yeah, no, like I think it was Japan, at the end of World War Two. End of World War Two. Like, all the nations. Oh, you mean the? Oh, what's the conference called? Oh, I know it. The Paris and for V no. V E Day. For, yeah, V A Day. Europe. Um, Treaty of Versailles. No, that's I, World War One. Yeah, why am I? I get those confused. I don't know. Uh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Civil War. So many cool. Let's talk about the cool things that happened. The scenes. The airport battle is probably my, one of my favorite. Oh. Besides the first Avengers scene, that's my favorite. I would say that battle is. Probably like one of my favorite battles because it, battles. It, it was so funny because you see all these personalities like cl- clashing and stuff. Hey, how did we met? My name's Clint. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care. Yeah. Uh, um, Spider Man like oh, yeah. catches like Winter Soldier's arm. Whoa, you have a metal arm? That's sweet. Yeah, it's like like uh, Spider Man's stronger than Winter Soldier. Yeah, which is really weird to think about, but like yeah. Spider-Man's did they? Lit, bro. Did they? Uh, Give Winter Soldier some super serum and stuff like that. No, no, Winter Soldier, just, just no, him. no, it's just Winter Soldier's as strong as Cap, but with a metal arm. Technically, he's stronger than Cap. Cap's only better, really, by soldiers. a little bit because he's just he's Cap. So they really he's got the did Super Soldier serum. Too, they really, right? yeah. they both are evenly matched because they, they they show that show Winter, that Soldier. Winter Soldier. You know, that's so Which cool. Is so cool. I love and I know, him. I know, I know, I know. They're doing this all for a reason because. The whoa, end of infinity. Hey, oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Ryan, hang on to that Let's thought. Put him on the leash. Hey, so should we move on to the next? Yeah, yeah. I think we've been yeah, on. Yeah, we were dragging this out for a long Civil time. Yeah. Is a huge topic, it's yeah, probably one of the biggest movies in this array of like this collection. These eighteen movies, probably one of the biggest. Uh, next one, Doctor yeah. Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, I love it. This one is probably my least favorite. 
Uh, besides, besides Thor: Dark World, this one's my least favorite. Doctor Strange was no, 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 no. Actually, you know what? Let me, let me, let me okay. explain. Okay, I want to okay, explain yeah. this. All right. I think no, no. I like, I like the actors and everything. Uh, I just, I don't know why. I don't like the plot. I think, oh my god, the humor in this movie. I feel like it just shoved down my throat. Oh yeah, humor. Because yeah. every like every other line Benedict Cumberbatch says is a joke, and I'm just like, can you just get serious, dude? I don't know why. I'm just like, he's not. He's trying to be like Tony Stark. Especially but he's not. He really is Tony Stark, though. I mean, he, he, they were both arrogant, like, douches. Maybe. Like, but we already like, have a Tony Stark. Why do we want Robert a Downey second Jr. one? Robert Downey Jr. is not I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch. You, you could say that for Star-Lord, too. I mean, he's pretty... Oh, well, yeah, but okay. You know what? I can't believe I'm about to say this, but... Yeah. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but he does it... Chris Pratt does it better. Chris Pratt does it better than Benedict Cumberbatch does. I don't know. It just works better for him as and exactly, his character. Yeah. And Which is kind of funny. Because we're both relating two characters, and they both played another so two characters. Dumb. Yeah, they both played Sherlock Holmes. Kind of funny. Well, that's true. And now they're about to work together. Yeah. They both play more big Marvel wonder, superheroes in the same. They'll universe. do like a little, uh, little yeah, Easter egg of that. That'd be they funny. I think that's just interesting because those two are just so different. Yeah. But one I thing, the same character, but they're just so different to me. I don't know. One thing I have to say is uh, on that humor. Thank God. Is I think Phase Three kind of tried doing this new thing. Like with the exception of Guardians in Phase Two, but kind of adding some humor to these serious characters. I think they started with I mean, Doctor Strange. They always had humor. Movies. Yeah, but I think I think they've kind of applied it more, 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 more thick. Um, oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, but with Doctor <laughs> Strange, I would agree Guardians. with Clint. Oh well, yeah, I, I but, would say I do love Doctor Strange. I think no, the not. visual effects are good. But I would say I do have problems with the two. I think the villain's also one of the worst. Yeah, very like, forgettable. I, I, I don't care. I can't even remember his name. I like the actor. Galen Erso, that's his name. I Rogue One. Rogue One, Rogue One reference Star Wars. I anyway, remember Ronan, Ronan the I could see where you're him. coming from. Where like he's kind of he's very very similar to Tony Stark. He he gets injured. They're both arrogant douches at the beginning, and then so on and so forth. And they end up good guys. The ancient one. But one big thing to say about Doctor Strange, though, is that it introduces another Infinity Stone, the Time Stone. Probably yeah, the most that was good. Yeah, that that's probably true. And then that's it's probably the, underrated. We don't see it for right and now. That's but. five, and then we don't see we haven't, and that's it. That's all the stones we see. Stone. Don't know where the Soul Stone is. But what what I was saying earlier was about humor. Doctor Strange in the comics is not a funny guy. Oh no, he's extremely serious. He's very this is, serious. This is what caught me off guard completely. Exactly, it's because he's so he's serious, and I, that's why I know him as is being a serious character, yeah. and, and I want him to be serious and as the, a comic see, book fan. I think a lot of people would hate that. I no, think, no, I think, I think people right. like that. I think Here, people would honestly listen, like listen to me. That. On no, this. because no, no one's no, like. No. I I, I agree with you, Clint. Yeah, because okay, really? this is like civil war all over okay, again. Let me explain my reasoning first because. Doctor Strange, who gives a flying flip before I was gonna say something else? Okay, that's <laughs> who what, gives a okay. crap about Doctor Strange Here. before this came out? No one cared. No one cared about Ant Man. You know why they lo- people love these characters so much? Because they had humor. Because they I don't like when characters take themselves too seriously, especially when they had a name like Doctor Strange. Let me no say one something. cared. No one even knew who he was. All right, what I'm about to say is <gasps> ho- hopefully gonna help us. All right, Clint, you can say something after, but. <laughs> Ryan, are you on the same page as me? I'm in between. I'm on your page. I'm on your guys' page. Here's the thing. Oh my gosh! Just let me. I've been trying to say this for ten minutes. Okay, so basically, the MCU in Phase Three, they're t- starting to turn these characters, Doctor Strange, um, Thor, into comedic characters. 
for revenue? It's not personal. It's just business. Lord. Yeah, I agree with that too. But like, even Thor, I mean, Thor is very movie. serious in the comics as well. And he was actually pretty serious throughout the movie. I mean, he made jokes in there. It's not like he's a complete character change, but he, but it's so different. It's so refreshing in Ragnarok, though. Exactly, and I think that's what they were going for. And I think I think it was Clinton or Devin said it, but I like that they went with Doctor Strange because yeah, I would have hated fans hated Doctor Strange if he took I himself too Clint seriously. To like I would have been, I fell asleep. Here, Clint, you should. We've already yeah, Devin, yeah. okay. Right, well, okay. Let's move on. No, Clint's just been waiting to say what he wants to say. Yeah, Devin. Stand yeah, down, gunman, stand down. Well, I just, I just think he should be more of a. <laughs> I he's he's a lot more serious in the comics, and that one I'm just I'm used to. And then I know there's not a lot of Doctor Strange fans out there. I mean, if there were before, I'm surprised. But he is a more serious character, and that's what I know him as. And there's already comedic characters like him, like Ant Man's comedic. Exactly. But it works for him though, because he's. Ant Man, and it probably works for his character Tony Stark. It works for him. Yeah. No, well, I'm saying, saying he doesn't. No, 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 no. Well, here's the thing. Nobody knew. Well, also, also comic book, but also comic book movies should be comic book movies should be faithful to their characters because they came from the comics. Exactly. I agree. Yes, they should be. Well, I don't think they. Because if you say that for everything, then it's just like we're just taking things from the comics. We're not bringing anything new. It just makes the characters dull. Here's I the thing. I would hate Doctor Strange if he didn't have any humor. Here's well, the thing. I'm not saying. Oh my! I'm saying okay. that there's too much humor. It would make Thor too look. All right. Great. Here's the thing. MCU. All right, Devin, sit down. Sit down, Devin. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down, Devin. Sit down. All right. Bruce. So we have two opinions. These best buddies are arguing over the dumbest thing. And it tears me apart to watch this, but I I would agree with both of you guys, honestly. I think me and Jack both agree with you guys. <laughs> but I think the MCU they're they're not copying the comics and they're doing new things, um, introducing Iron Man as a main character, and the way they introduce Doctor Strange is nothing like the comics, like you were saying, where he's comedic almost and kind of arrogant and stuff like that. Where in the comics he's just very black and white and very like spiritual and stuff like that which is kind of where he gets to at the end of the film i would say no and i i think that too and actually i saw something in which uh well it's a little bit of a skip forward but in like thor ragnarok where he has his like his little cameo mm -hmm. i think it's more of his character in, in the comics movie. exactly no, yeah like, and i think he's gonna be more like that in infinity war yeah, yeah which i like i i'm hope he's yeah. like no that's what i'm hoping too but in in the comedy worked for what he was in that movie too which i know is only for like for like only, oh, <laughs> for only like I, five minutes. I kind of had this cool idea. I think, wait, okay, hang on. I think the MCU, they're always doing something new. I think in Doctor Strange, they're trying to build up his character in a new and fun, interesting way because that's what the fans want. That's why it's like 90% That's what the fans want. But after, but they. I don't agree with that 90%. I don't agree with that 90%. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. They needed his character in the comics because he's so, so vital to Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet. So they, at the end of that film, he's very serious. They kind of built him up to this point where he is the guardian of Earth and I stuff think like it that. Makes him more likable that he has a sense of humor. Like yeah. nobody, like what they, That's why they do these things with Ant Man and Doctor Strange characters like that because you're not gonna sell tickets. He would be terrible. You wouldn't get good reviews. 
you would be dull. They would be dull. No one would care. No one cared about Ant-Man or Doctor Strange before. I'm just saying. They brought him back. It was a cool, fresh take. And that's what actually makes the Doctor Strange a lot more watchable because it has humor. And too, the visual effects are really good. Too much humor, in my opinion. But let's move on because we're arguing about one of the most least I'm just right. bummed that we're spending so much time talking about Doctor Strange when we got I know, I didn't Guardians think of the Galaxy number two came out May 5th, uh, 2017. Oh, this is the so. third third movie in phase three. Ryan, what do you want to ask us about in this movie? I love this movie. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, it wasn't as good as the first Guardians, I actually, would say. I've seen this movie actually... At least ten times. Nice job, I don't know Devin. why. Congratulations. Why, well, I don't know. I watched it a lot in theaters, <laughs> and I don't know. I think it's here's my thought oh. on Guardians Volume Two and Guardians Volume One. I think Guardians Volume Two is actually a little bit funnier, but I don't think the plot is nowhere near as good as the first one. I think the plot is a lot more thought out. Even though the first one, yeah, I can agree, Clint. I can agree that it is maybe a little tad too long, but it was establishing a whole team. And the second one, the plot with Ego, which I actually did like Ego a lot with Kurt Russell. Yeah, this good. one I did have a little bit problems with the humor, even though I love the humor in this one. It made me laugh like super hard, which when, was when uh, Star-Lord was having a serious moment. Like like uh, when Kurt Russell Ego says that like it really gave me, uh, really stressed me out when I had to put that tumor in your mom's oh, head. Yeah. And then they get in the whole fight and then he like... He's talking about his role models, and he turns into David Hasselhoff, which was funny. Yeah. But like, I think that like kind of like was, was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it was forced. What? That one I would agree. Even though I I still think that was funny. But whoa, whoa. anyway. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you criticizing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? I thought I'd never hear this. See? I'm not saying anything. Wow. I thought I'd never hear this. I love Volume Two. I even like the soundtrack. But still. Not as good as the first soundtrack. It was yeah. still pretty good. It was still good. So I still think the first one's better. And I think this also expanded the universe a little bit more, too. And character developed ego. the characters a little bit more. Yeah. Which makes it, which makes it like, a whole cool little experience we're going to have with Infinity War. Because, like, what we had with the first Avengers, we saw all these new characters meeting each other. And it was so cool. It was kind of, like, weird. Because it's like, oh, yeah. wow, they're in the same place as this. Now we're going to have that same feeling. So cool. Yeah. With Infinity War. Yeah. Exactly. And this film, uh, end credit scene. <sighs> what is it? I can't remember. Oh, there's several. It has the most end credit oh. scenes than anything. And also, in, the biggest one, there's two huge ones in Adam here. There's Warlock. one that introduces Adam Warlock. Warlock well, teases, teases it. And the other one, which I think is better, is show Stan Lee's. And oh, yeah. but he's with the Watchers, which has been a huge theory in the Marvel universe up to this point. That the reason why Stan Lee makes all these cameos is that he's part of the Watchers, which the Watchers in the comics are the ones who are always keeping an eye on the Avengers and everything that's going on in the universe, and that's why he's in every cameo. Which it. like makes it so cool that these cameos are even getting a story on its own. Yeah, that just shows how expanded this universe and has how, gotten. Like, careful they. Yeah. And everything. And how much. All right. But honestly, I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Thor Ragnarok are perfect to tie into Infinity War. Yeah. So let's talk about Thor Ragnarok last, even though that came out before Black Panther, but Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming 2017. Just kind of. That was only six months? No. 
like 10 months ago. It wasn't that long ago. It was July. 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 It was a while. July 7th, 2017. Yeah. But that was, uh, I would say that that's probably. That's my favorite. It's top three for me. Top five. Actually, no, top five. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie. It's Clint just obviously doesn't agree. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. that. It's your top Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man okay. two is better. To each, to each their own. Tobey Maguire was a great Spider-Man. He's he's the classic. He's the classic. You know. He's the classic in the movie wise, but yeah. the comics, I think this. This is the most, the most accurate. accurate. I can agree with you it's on that. The best, most entertaining. Yeah. And I don't know. I just thought it was pretty funny. And I liked Vulture. I like Michael Keaton. Oh, I thought that was the I best know if Spider-Man Man as a villain. Though. Like, yeah, no, that's what a lot of really Spider-Man villains. He was kind of like Loki. A lot of Spider-Man feel. villains are like not really? necessarily well. They're bad guys, they're but bad they're not guys. total bad guys. Like Red Skull, Thanos, all those. They're just like straight up bad guys. Like Vulture, you can kind of see where he was coming, coming from. from. Yeah, and I like that. Which yeah, is what relates back to the other Spider-Man movies. Where, you know, Doc Ock ends up turning good at the end. It was just the thing with the mechanical arm. I forgot which one. One thing that yeah. I'll get into later in the squabble is that not a lot of Marvel movie villains are relatable, and that's why people hate him so much. Hmm. And But with Vulture, yeah. you can kind of relate with them, yeah. so that's what makes him a better one step closer. antagonist. Rather, I don't want to say villain, so I'm just going to say antagonist because he's not bad. I because mean, he, at the end of the movie, he yeah. defends Peter. Yeah, Scorpion, which is a later uh, villain yeah, in the movie, he, he asks Vulture, like, do you know his do you know his identity? He's like, No, I don't. And which he actually did. I, he'd, he'd be, be dead. dead. But he does know his identity though. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. He knew it was and, uh, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I like I really liked Homecoming for several reasons. That it didn't have to explain Uncle Ben. In fact, Uncle like Ben's that. not I'm even mentioned. I like they didn't do the origin. I, I, like, I, I like that. I like that. Aunt May's younger, mainly because it's uh, Marissa Tomei and she's oh, hotter. We've got to talk about like the coolest part: how Tony Stark is like his mentor in this yeah, film. Yeah, it's basically like which his is why figure, I think it's so cool. Besides Uncle Ben, which we don't get to see, but I mean, like, and also another thing mm-hmm. which I I learned how the director wanted and how envisioned Homecoming. Is that they avoided a lot of basic Spider-Man footage of him like swinging through skyscrapers? That's why in a lot of the movie he's not doing yeah. that. You don't really see any. You don't of see that. any of that. No, that's why you see him like in Washington D.C. and like the urban areas you know in New York. So interesting how when he's in D.C. and he's like trying to save them because they're stuck in the elevator and he's climbing up. He has to climb up. He he's having difficulty because he's kind of scared of heights because he's never done that before. They never showed that before. Because it's not even weird. Until it's version, so weird for like... Spider-Man to be scared of heights. Oh yeah, yeah. Up, up and away. All right. No, yeah. Homecoming. Solid film. Solid Great film. Movie. And then next was Thor Ragnarok. But I want to talk about Black Panther first because I think Thor Ragnarok ties in the next film, Infinity War, I would agree. way better. Uh, I just want. Can I say one yeah, thing about say Homecoming's say end credit? I loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was just, like, so funny. Because it was just, like, it was the one with Cap. And he was, yeah, like, one of those, patience. like, PSA announcements yeah. that they used for, like, old, like, exercise videos. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, patience. Because, like, after all these, now, by, at this point, everybody knows about the end credit scenes. Everybody's so, waiting yeah. in the theater. So, it's yeah. kind of, like, funny how they're, like, making fun of the fans, but yet, like, anticipating. Because yeah. it would have been no... Point to put that in Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like its own thing. Yeah. Another grounded movie. Yeah. yeah. But it still like introduces Spider-Man to this universe. You want more water, Clint? I'm I'm fine actually. Well, no. And then, <laughs> so we're gonna skip over Ragnarok real fast, but we'll go back to that. 
So recently, February 2018, was released Black Panther, which is now third in domestic box office of all time, which is very surprising to us. We we have a lot of complaints about the film, just because like I really was not impressed with. The villain. I wasn't impressed with the story. I think Killmonger is a little bit overhyped. I think I people him. just liked it. I liked him. Was... I liked him more. Killmonger was really I, I cool. I think he's better I like... than most MCU villains. I just everybody like, oh, Killmonger is like just as good as Heath Ledger's Joker, and I'm like, oh, no. what? Oh. I've, I've never heard, heard that. that. I've once. heard that several times, and I'm like, From what? I, I want to know these. What? I wish I he looked different people. too. Like he didn't look anything like the comics. I, I wanted him to like little... have more of the. Yeah, his the, other outfit or on. bigger. Like reverse Black Panther. That's what. Bro, he yeah, was that's shredded. Was. You wanted him he bigger? Was, well, in the comics, he's like Hulk big. I think oh, I like, okay. I, like I the size dude, that he was. I dude, like, he when he took his like shirt off for the first time, you see all the the, the dots, scars, all the scars. Oh, Jack. No, you can see how ripped he is, and he's so much bigger Remember, than your pastor. <laughs> He's significantly more ripped than. I bet, like in Civil War, uh, you know the scene where Cap is like holding on to the helicopter and showing off his biceps. I bet you were drooling at that point. Cause I know I was. <laughs> no. Was. Everybody was drooling. All right, but Cap. this was this was a good film. You know, I'll give it some credit. I just don't think it's the best. It's not the best, and it doesn't it. deserve number three, which is no, going okay. to be Infinity War pretty soon. All right. But yeah, so Black Panther end credit scene shows us first look at the White Wolf, which is which is Bucky. Winter Soldier. Bucky. Yeah, now he's the White Wolf. He's, he's got Bucky. he's gonna have a new arm, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good things about Black Panther. There, I do another complaint. I hate to like rag on the film too much. I'm not yeah, just like dude. ragging on it. It's just like the CGI sometimes, that like that that whole like train sequence when him and Killmonger are fighting towards the end. I thought that was like that looked unfinished. Like very unfinished. Yeah. It was just I didn't really We I already know. ranted about Black, Black Panther. Panthers. We already did an episode about Yeah, so yeah. yeah so you guys true. already know. I'll say I'll say positives though. I think Ryan Coogler who did who's three for three now. Oh he's a great director. With all great with director. all of Michael B. Jordan being in it, because the last one was Creed. And then what was the oh, what was Fruit the first Valley Station? Fruit Valley Station is an amazing movie. Fall. If you haven't seen it, then go see it. Yeah, yeah. And he's a pretty good director, and this is a pretty good film. I just think it's not as what the hype's giving it. Yeah, it doesn't deserve. Yeah, that. like I liked I liked Ant Man better than Black Panther. All right. So, wow. I. All right. All right. All right. But okay, yeah. one little tiny tidbit that the whole like um meteorite that crashes that they explained in the beginning of vibranium that's how they have vibranium and they're like hiding it from the world because they don't really think the world can take this much power which i think at the heart of the meteorite is the soul stone, is the soul stone. Yeah, we'll say that's that. why settings in wakanda but, but we'll, we'll we save will, that for yeah. theories save that. That for our yep. theory we'll podcast all right and then all right thor ragnarok we're coming back to that. That was released in November 2017, so just a little bit be- or before Black Panther. And that one, that one deserves all the hype. That one was that, very no, good. No. Okay, that was so good. What I was complaining about earlier with uh, Doctor Strange, I 
I love the humor in this movie. It worked completely. Really? And I thought Thor was amazing with the humor. I, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. That's I interesting because I think, I think they did the same thing with both the characters. They're both very serious in the comics. They kind of, excuse me, switched it up and stuff like that. But I feel I like Thor needed it. I, it's very Guardians. It's like yeah, it revamped retro. Thor because the Thor movies, the first one's good. Second one, we all know. I don't need to go further about that. It just like, it was so refreshing and it was so enjoyable. Like, I didn't get, I didn't have a, a moment where I'm like, hey, I don't want to watch this. I want to go take a leak. This is where I'm going to go refill my popcorn. Like, I would feeling. disagree with you guys a little bit on the humor. I think a lot of people got caught up in the hype of Thor because it was such a great movie. It was a great Thor movie, best out of the three. But I think if you guys were to rewatch it, you'd feel like the humor was super forced and super slapstick. I can understand you on that, Ryan. I could. Jack. I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys sound you guys sound alike and I'm we tired. sound very alike. You guys sound alike and I'm really tired, so I'm not in it completely, but I, <laughs> I completely agree with you on that. Like I can see where you're coming from, but yeah. I don't agree with you, but I can see where you're coming from. I just felt like majority of that movie was Hulk and Thor just punching each other. What? No, I don't think that. Hey, well, that, that's no, only no, like one part. It's like a good buddy. It's which like a good I thought buddy was film. so cool. What did you just say? I, th- I said I felt like a good chunk of the movie was Hulk and Thor just beating That's up on each other. That's only one scene. That was one. Okay, right. that which I thought was so cool because they were the only two missing in Civil War, and they get to fight it out. Yeah, which was like which is so cool. And it's also cool how you see the Quinjet that uh, Bruce Banner yeah. rode away with at the end of Ultron. Um, yeah. and it's kind of cool because there's that the way he unlocks it. Is or Thor unlocks <laughs> point the break databases, yeah, oh. like his nickname. You know, at this point, like so MC, many MCU is so established that they're making their own references to their own movies. Like when Cap in Civil War, I could do this all day, referencing to when he's when he was Little, getting beat yeah. up in the alley. I just think that's so cool yeah. that these movies can reference themselves now. All right, we understand. NC and Thor Ragnarok is probably the most important end credit scene. Actually, no, not well, the, most the most important, but most relevant. Most relevant to Infinity War, the closest one. Closest, yeah. That's basically when Infinity War is going to start off. Yeah, yeah. And basically, and if you can't remember, it's Asgard. Basically, all the Asgardians, Loki, Thor, on this ship in deep space. They're all going to die. And then all of a sudden, you see Thanos's vessel pop up, and you're like, "Dang." Oh, yeah. And we have a lot of theories about this, but we'll talk about that later. Infinity War yeah, uh, predictions. We'll, we'll talk about that scene but, how go. and how he got there. But, all right. It's time to move on past phase three to the squabble alerts. Which is going to be taken over by our boy, oh, Clint Alfie. Me, aka Dyslexic Man. The Dyslexic Man. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm taking the helm. Alright, so, well, I have to say is, because I know I'm the only one doing the squabble this time, but what I have to say, my biggest complaint about the MCU is what everyone, there's a lot of people's complaint, which is definitely the villains. Definitely the villains. The villains are forgettable. Whiplash. Whiplash. Okay, to cite some very extremely, extremely forgettable villains, Dark Elves, uh, every single Iron Man villain. Um, yeah, the Mandarin. Uh, some people don't like Ultron. I don't agree with it, but I can understand why. Yeah. Um, 
who like who else but well yeah every almost every even even now i can't even remember them because they're that forgettable uh they have yellow jacket they have no character depth there's no you can't and one big complaint for me is that you can't you can't really relate to them and that's one thing with villains is that you relate to them uh i like to cite um i'll cite a villain well yeah well i'd like to cite someone like um like what we said earlier uh vulture i liked him i like killmonger I like Ultron, I like Loki, because you can, you have more character depth with them, and then you kind of feel for them a little bit. For Loki, you feel for them more on, like, the later on, like, yeah, but late, yeah, you feel for him, yeah, the whole entire, he lives in his brother's shadow the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And he's not, you know, he's known as his own person. But even then, before that, like, he's such an enjoyable person to see on screen. He's always funny, he's yeah. fun. To see around. He's very unpredictable. MCU character. But with other villains, like with uh, who's the Guardians villain again? I can't even remember his name. Ronan. Ronan, yeah, Ronan the Executioner. I he was terrible, terrible villain. Yeah. Just off the kill list on that, and same thing with like all a lot of other villains. But I'm looking yeah. forward to Infinity War because they're building up. This is basically Thanos's Thanos's film. Is, so yeah. so it'll be good character build up for him. Finally a character a villain we've been looking forward to for a while. Yeah. Eight years. We're already kinda like intimidated by him and, it, and the movie hasn't even started. Oh wait, no, six. Yeah. And even then it's not like we don't when you're going to a Marvel movie, who said, Yeah, I can't wait to see the villain? Yeah. No one right. said no one said that. It's not like when I was gonna go see Ammon, I was like, Oh, my favorite part was Yellow Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, but yeah, exactly with Infinity War. Majority of fans are so excited to see Thanos and how this is going to play out. Yeah, which I'm happy about. Yeah. They're finally focusing on their villains, in which I have to say, I know some people are going to probably disagree with me on this, but this is what DC does better than Marvel, definitely, is with their villains. I would agree. Yeah. Definitely. And a little throwback to the Dark Knight, where like Heath Ledger. It's almost better than Batman in The Dark Knight, which oh, is yeah. what say. No, no, I was just so interesting as a villain, and he was just so unique, which I know everybody says Heath Ledger, so it's not like you haven't heard this before, so just kind of compare that to the MCU. Like, no, yeah. Don't, they're not memorable. No, but that also brings up another point that I wanted to say, is that there's not a moment in the movie where it's just like, I wanted to see the villain. Like, I can't wait to see the villain. Like, with Heath... <laughs> <laughs> like with Heath Ledger, like you, you want like when he's off screen, you want to see more. You want like where's the another scene with Joker? There's not a movie, a MC film that I can think of besides the Avenger movies and like a select few that I would say, yeah, I want to see more of that particular villain. I got a question for you, Clint. So because, huh? Yeah, this is a good conversation. So. Because obviously Disney owns Marvel, do you think that directors and executives' hands are tied when it comes to villains? Because obviously villains create those darker parts of the movies, um, and so maybe like because of Disney's influence, the villains have suffered a little bit. Do you think that you would agree with that? I would. That's a good question. Um, if it was earlier, I wouldn't agree with you. But there's there's constant pattern. That I'm seeing with these MC, the MCU villains, and I, it might be, it might be that like Disney's just having that like you know focus more on this and that instead of, you know more character depth for the villain, 
Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, probably, like, they gave for Black Panther, they probably gave Ryan Coogler, since he has such a reputation for being a great director, that they gave him more of a wide variety, more creativity. Yeah. Right. But with uh, these other directors, they're just like, well, I honestly, I don't know most of them. I know the... um. The director for Thor Ragnarok, he's known for making indie films. Yeah. And this is his first big blockbuster. Little tidbit on the director of Thor Ragnarok, he's also the voice of Korg. Oh really? In the Dang. movie. Oh wow. Huh. But yeah, I do I do think that the the Disney is making the directors their hands tied with that. I totally I just thought of that and I think there's gotta be something there because they're trying to make money. Disney is is a family oriented business, and they're not gonna let things get too dark. And I think that's where it hurts the villains. Yeah, that's where I think it hurts the villains too. But you know, that is pretty much all I had to say on my. You think squabble. of the best villains, and they do some pretty dark things. You know, like Joker. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Negan. There's these really yeah. serious villains, Joffrey. <laughs> jo- oh yeah, I hate. But like they do these. D Vader. These thing, yeah, Darth Vader. Chokes people. Yeah, I know. And then, like with Joker, is just like the that uh, camera scene where he's we first reveal like I if um, Batman doesn't reveal himself, someone's gonna die every single day. And then he it like like he kills that uh, he kills that one guy who's an imposter Batman, and oh, yeah. it's so it's so terrifying. Like I can yeah. hear a pin drop from how good that scene was. Yeah. But that's pretty much all I have to say on my squabble. Yeah, that's good. That was good. That's good that was good that's stuff. Good. That really was good stuff. All right. Way, way better opinion than Doctor Strange. Whoa, that was a heated opinion. All right, boys. Uh, so the key, the key. We're almost, we're almost. Actually, we're not wrapping us. This up. this conversation has just begun because we haven't discussed our favorite films yet. But before we get to that box office, we want to talk about box office and also ratings, the statistics. Oh, when all right. So, y'all probably know, but Black Panther is number one in the MCU films. Um, not only <sighs> not only rated, but also has a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, 88 on Metacritic. <sighs> Side there, yeah. But it's also leading box office for MCU films. I, I think it's... Hey, and this is what... What? <laughs> Why would Didn't you? Do we kind of all agree that it was a little overrated? We we all agree. I we all Black have... Panther. Might Why? Why be does everyone little, change their stuff? A little we bit overrated, but I do think to some degree this was this was a movie that was very inclusive, and it did something never seen before in Marvel history, and it 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 was. I think that's why it was so successful in the box office. Whatever. Yeah. A little overrated, maybe, but... Right. No, I would agree with that, Jack. Very different. It was different. I had a cool feel to it, but... Would I say it's the best? Definitely no. Oh. I don't know. What are are the top three Marvel... Whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm hitting that. And then number two is obviously Marvel's The Avengers. And then number three, Avengers Age of Ultron, which is also no... no surprise, but I think we kind of just all realize this that uh, Iron Man three is number four for MCU, which is that's interesting. Pretty su- that's Clint's favorite. <laughs> well, not favorite. His favorite, favorite like individual. I think individual. Yeah, and that's interesting. I don't know. I that's actually surprised me. I it's mean, it's because it's because it's, it's Iron Man. War. 
Because it's Iron Man. Yeah. Because Iron Man is probably the most liked character in the MCU. I'm not surprised that it outgrossed Iron Man 1, like the original. Because that makes no, sense. No, well, I mean, like, for a lot of movies, the sequels always make more money. Because yeah. if the first one's so great, or first Everyone, two so great... Not necessarily mean they're the best content. Yeah. But they make the most. Like but Toy Story 3. I'm so surprised that in fifth, <laughs> in MCU box office, is Captain America Civil War. Which is so surprising to me because that was such a great movie. I'm actually surprised. I, I thought and Civil War was rated 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that I, I, I don't know. Because on Rotten Tomatoes, on Rotten Tomatoes, Iron Man Three is only an 80 percent, which is one of the lower ratings of all MCU. Films. Yeah, but it's still pretty good. I mean, it, it ties good. up with First Avenger, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Civil War is pretty low. In comparison to the 91. Audience. Wait, what is it at? 91? I think I think I would draw the line at Guardians. Oh, okay. See, I think that's if you draw the line at Guardians, like so. Um, going in order from highest rated is Black Panther, Iron Man, Thor, Ragnarok, Marvel's The Avengers, Spider Man: Homecoming, and then Captain America: Civil War. I think draws a line of like best or Guardians of the Galaxy draws a line of like the best MCU films, and then, uh, well, actually, I forgot Winter Soldier, and then. But okay, well, I disagree with that. Okay, this is, this is I can be is, side more with Clint. Just off of Rotten Tomatoes, I can side more with Clint when I think Winter Soldier should be way higher than Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, that I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean the visuals Same in that movie were pretty good. Story. Are there any snubs <laughs> you guys think on this list? I mean, like ones we would disagree. We're basically, for everyone listening, we're looking at a list of all the 18 MCU movies in order of highest to lowest Rotten Tomatoes score. So the highest is Black Panther at a 97%, and lowest is a Thor Dark World at a 66%. Yeah. I have a question I want to ask you. Yeah, Clint. What, do you think Ant-Man should be below Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, or do you think it should be higher? I actually... Personally, yeah, I love both, but I would say Ant Man should be a little bit higher. That's all yeah, I want to know. That's all I want to know. But then again, Ant Man's villain is actually trash, and I would say Ego's a little bit better. A lot better, yeah. And at least he's like, I think it's good where it is. I think Ant Man. I know, I know, I know. Stop railing on Ant Man. I know. I listen. I just, I'm, I'm entitled to my opinion about Ant Man. Just Ant-Man oh only. Hey, I do want to say one thing, though. If you look at the amount of reviews per movie, <laughs> Black Panther has a 97%, and it has 365 reviews, and that's more than any other movie. So not only is Black Panther rated high, more people rate it high. Also, Civil War is pretty much 363 at a 91%. So I think that's interesting. People, like, we're saying it's overrated, but clearly... It's not like clearly it's a very popular movie. We I we guess we're just we the can. heavy underdogs. We're the MCU. I well, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're the true MCU fans. Yeah. You can't say that. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we'll <laughs> just say it. We'll go with it. But yeah. All right. Now we have gone to the part of this part one, part two podcast episode that we've all been waiting for. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are our top 
five oh, yeah. favorite characters and also movies. Also movies. Oh. But I think we should start with favorite movies. Let's do that. So I want to do this. Let's let's start with let's just start with Clint. Then we'll go to Devin, Jack, and then me. First with no no comments, and then we'll we'll comment on we'll it. We'll comment later. All right. Yeah. You know, I hear it is. Avengers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, Age of Ultron, hmm. Civil War, and then yeah, Iron Man three. Interesting. Oh, wow. No Guardians. <laughs> I hate you, Clint. <laughs> That's where we move on to me. So evil. All right, I'll start. So I'll evil. start with my my number five. My number five is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. That's great. Yeah. Number four. Captain America Winter Soldier. I'm already a big fanboy of that one. Number three is Captain America Civil War. Number two, classic Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Yeah. And number one, the first Avengers 2012. Yep. All right, Jack, let's hear it. All right. So before I start, just don't want anyone popping off at me. I'm going to have to hold my mouth. Hold your peeps. All right. Number one for me, Iron Man. Hands down. I love that movie so much. It's a classic. I'm not going to compare it to like the classic 80s, like Indiana Jones, but I think one day it will be in that list of classic movies. Maybe 100 years, years from now. Number two, Guardians 1. I love that movie. So good. Uh, Peter Quill is probably one of my favorite MCU characters. Uh, number three would be Civil War for me. Um... I love the it's ending good. of it's that good. movie. The whole storyline of Tony Stark finding the real reason why his parents died. I think that's probably one of the best parts in Marvel history, movie yeah, history. That's good. That's good. All, right. All right, now number four, Age of Ultron. I, my, I, none of us, I don't think of us are going to bag on Ultron. So. Ultron, like Ultron, you know, I thought about it, and I like Ultron way more than I like Aven- the first Avengers. Just because the character, the 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 villain is scarier, and that intro scene where he takes over Jarvis, I love. I just love that scene. And that movie for me, I don't know. I just liked it more. Then number five, Avengers, if original OG, two thousand twelve. So say what you want, but those are my top five. We're gonna comment on that in a little bit. But here's uh mine, Ryan. Uh, my top five, starting with number five. Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Spider-Man Homecoming. What we needed. Spider-Man film we were looking for. And then next, Captain America Civil War. Everyone loves that one. Then in third was Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think it was so high for me just because of the soundtrack. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Something so new. And then two. My my top two is the same as Devin's. Iron Man is second. So awesome. Such So new cool great great film to kick off an entire saga and then number one is obviously marvel's the avengers but yeah so let's comment on some uh interesting things i heard okay in this in jack's defense weird i'm defending him but um weird i'm being defended by Devin at the time because i saw the premiere of ultron and i saw the premiere for the first avengers and at the time when I saw Ultron, I did like it better than the first Avengers. Yeah. But I was on the high 
of Ultron. Because it was a lot of funny. It was very funny. I enjoyed Ultron's villain. I liked how they introduced different things. But when I look back at it now, I think Marvel's Avengers is, I think, a better movie overall. I would agree with that. I and, would definitely agree with that. And it, it's, it kickstart everything. It's, it's the first thing to do mm-hmm. connect all of them. I think just for so, me, I like... Yeah, I can understand. I just like Ultron more, I mainly because of the villain. Oh, yeah. He's a great villain. In the movie. James Spader, is, he, he is so scary in that movie. And funny at the same time. He's and funny. very funny. And, and funny at yeah. the same time, it's, I, I like it how he mixes humor with him like being in so intimidating at the it's same like time. A, exactly. It's like a sick kind of humor. Like, yeah. do you remember that scene where they're all kind of messing around in Tony Stark's house oh, yeah. and they're like all trying to pick up the hammer and they don't they even want... realize what's happening downstairs. They're just all having a good time yeah. and then out of nowhere they see this like creepy messed up robot. Moltron, like messed up robot or something walk up towards them and they're, and they're like what the heck? And it's like that scene caught them off guard so He's a very intimidating voice so much. I can yeah. see I got I I get why people kind of get clash at Ultron because I guess they could say that his his motives are kind of like too like basic that he just wants to wipe out humanity like every robot in movies but you know he had to have a huge like motive like because this is a Marvel movie I mean I mean like an Avengers movie to be more specific it's it's always he has to have like more of a bigger scope of motive Mm -hmm. rather than just like I want to get rich and rob a convenience store like yeah I want free enterprise his his origin story, I think, is what makes Ultron important because it actually develops Tony Stark's character. Oh yeah, no, that's a I agree. Ultron only helps build Tony Stark, and I think that's that was his purpose. I think that was. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. This is really. This was. Actually, it was pretty civil. This was yeah. civil. Wow. Not I'm as, actually more surprised than I thought. You guys were I'm a little, I think. Now let me talk. <laughs> I must have shot you with rhino tranquilizers. Oh, rhino. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm glad we were able to keep that civil. Wow. I'm glad. For now. For now. Clint, what was your what was your top film again? Oh yeah, I'd like to restate mine because okay. They're a little confusing. Here yeah. Okay. So yeah. from one to five, Avengers. Winter Soldier, Iron Man, the first one, uh, then oh, oh, Civil War, then Iron Man three. Okay, I respect that. Iron Man in front of Iron Man three, I like that. And two Iron Man movies, I respect that too. Yeah. I want to complain about something, but I I love all those movies. It's so hard because all these movies that we chose are. I just haven't seen Winter Soldier in such a long time and <clears throat> was going to see it tonight, but <laughs> it might happen. All right. Well, that was good. That's very civil. Well, now you guys know Phantom Rant's top MCU films. Now, I want to just, instead of listing our top favorite characters, let's just list. Let's just list our favorite, favorite character in the MCU. It could be villain. It could be a hero. Favorite character. Favorite character? Favorite character. Devin, let's hear it. I am Iron Man. Tony Stark. Iron Man's my favorite. He started the whole thing. He's the king of the MCU. I'm sorry. He just is. He's so likable in every entry he has. 
I just I, I, I love Tony Stark. And he's, and he's my second favorite superhero of all time. Can you stop messing with my gauntlet. Behind who? Batman. Oh, I'm stupid. Batman. Yeah, I should know that. No, I said he's my second. All right. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Batman's always going to be my number one. That's never going to change. But my favorite Marvel hero is still Iron Man. Tony, yeah. And that's because of these movies. Yeah. All right. Clint, let's hear yours. I'm going to have to agree with Devin. I think Iron Man's probably my favorite character throughout all of the no MCU way. films. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's either him or Captain America, but I think... I, I love Cap as well. I, I just love RBJ's performance as Iron Man, and then I love Iron Man. Like, you basically said all the things I was going to say. So... I hate... Your You're welcome. Took my breath away. But your, second, <laughs> but your second would be Cap? Yeah. Second would be Cap. Mine would be too. You know, it's so... It's Spidey. Um, which he's really new, but I mean, he's likable. Here's he's likeable. here's the thing. I think I think everyone's top two is Iron Man, Cap. Well, here's the thing. My top is Tony Stark as well. Oh my god! Because Tony, I think we're all gonna all of our characters are gonna be Tony. He's You're such right. great character, and I think it's Tony. also because we love Robert Downey Jr. as well. Such a great performance, but yeah. let's hear from Jack Kensler to oh. confirm. Vanderman's favorite MCU Prepare character. Yourself. It's Zola. No, no. Ronan the Accuser. A lot of these guys think that think Obadiah. Got just ridiculous opinions, but my favorite is Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Tony Stark is just my hero, man. He's just awesome. He's the like. He's the most likable character. But he, is. he really. But is. I really do think my number two is Peter Quill. Okay, you know what? I don't argue because. I don't know what it is. I, love I think Star he, Lord. Chris Pratt really? is so funny to me, and his character like, I, developed I like Cap- so far in the second Guardians. I kept more only because he's been in here longer. Yeah, yeah. But Star Lord and him are like they're pretty. They go close. up and down for me. Yeah, they go up and down for me. Cap, I really have a bad taste in my mouth about Cap right now, just from the last movie from from Civil War. Like, I know that's kind of crazy to say, but. After that last fight, I was so scared that Captain America was going to kill Iron Man. He wouldn't. Like, he wouldn't have. Like, no, I know he wouldn't have, but I mean, there was like this, the there was this look in his eye, and he held that shield up like right to Iron Man's head, and I literally thought this was going to be yeah. the end for Iron Man. I, I know that. Too. There, was a, there was a split second. I know there was, was like, a split second. I agree, but yeah. I, now, if it was Iron Man on the other side... I would have, I, I would have, it would have been justified, easily. completely justified if it was Iron Man on the other side. Not entirely. A hundred percent. Because Captain America was literally just fighting Iron Man to defend himself and his other friend. Well, Cap was trying to defend his friend as well. And it's only because, and Cap felt bad that he didn't tell him for so long, but he thought in his own way he was protecting him. Yeah. Which, I Which, know. I mean, yeah, it was a fault of Cap, but I mean, still. I mean, they're kind of both on... Take what you will from it. Civil it's War. Kind of, it's Civil War. All right. just, that's all I got to say. Like Before that movie, Captain America, oh yeah, 100% loved the character, but I don't know, he did some shady things, bro. Yeah. I like bro. Cap even more now. All right, so I also want to list um, Nerdist News. It's a great YouTube channel that we all love. Nerdist News. Very accurate, great, great videos, but they ranked top um, MCU 
uh, villains, and I'm just going to list the top five. It All is. right. Number five, they have the Vulture as number five. That's interesting. I, 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 I think I, I, I can understand five. that, but I wouldn't put him as number five. I wouldn't either. Because they put, really they put Ultron a little bit too low. It is, like, this I is think, a little skewed. Isn't like Ultron, Red Skull definitely should be up there, yeah. but it's only six. I think, yeah. Well, look, look, Ultron where's Ultron at? Nine. Nine. Ultron nine, is very nine. far. See, that I, that. Well, you, I, think you I skipped that. Ultron. Number 10. Um, but then number four was Ego, and then three was Hella. I don't really I don't agree, agree with, with those. those. I don't agree with those Ego, at all. I don't really agree with Ego. I think, I, I really think Helena. four could be Zemo. I don't know, Helena. Zemo is cool. I like Zemo. I think, Hel- like I think Zemo. Helena was, no, I, I can understand Zemo. I think Helena, though, does bring a little new thing to the table because she's actually killed characters. That's well, true. Yeah, she that's killed true. all of Thor's friends and pretty much all that Asgard. And she's yeah. a woman. And Odin's dead. Is she the first female MCU villain? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. Like the full on villain, yeah. Yeah. And she's interesting. Then you could job. say Nebula is somewhat a side villain, but yeah. yeah but What's as number a, two. Oh, the number two is obviously Killmonger, and I don't obviously. I don't agree. I don't agree with his placement. Well, just because it's think so he high. Be in top five though. I think you top ten. His motives were his motives were good. were really good, but like, yeah, I think his motives were more relatable. Yeah. I think his character was a little too, I don't know, unbelievable. I I think I I don't know extreme wanting to eliminate like bring war on the world. And he's like the just best special his dad left ops him. assassin. He's done like everything, and you just assume I think there was this. a disconnect between his story and then. His goal, because his story was like, grew up in you in you would America. Think he'd be a good guy, and he was a, he he was in the military. Yeah, but then ops. like, what translated to him wanting to explain that. to sell war weapons to the world? That's yeah, what I like. Exactly. There was there was That's like what, because like besides why? his father Did he ever, ever have a dying, connection to that? But that was like years and years before. He didn't really have a like clear cut moment where he's like, okay, this is this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. His only motive was that that's he was my, holding on to point. this for so long. He finally has his chance. Well, I can I can understand his like his frustration, his anger with Wakanda with Wakanda because yes. they've literally been having all this technology. That I agree. And they're not sharing it with the world, where it could yes. make the world a much better place. And I can understand his anger with it. But then he's yeah. ob- but obviously like he's the know, villain of there's... a movie, so he's not going to translate into a good manner. Yeah. And I thought his character was a little predictable. I mean, they they all kind of are, but he's just not. He's nowhere near as good as Loki. Oh, yeah. And no, that brings Loki's, us to number one. Loki's so likable. Anyone's list so is and fun. Loki, he's fun. like in Thor two, that is the best thing. Yeah, I agree with you on that. About Thor two, like I I just rewatched that, and I'm like, I I like Thor, Loki in this better than I do. Thor. I like him a lot in Ragnarok too. Yeah. I love his character in Ragnarok. It's just like. He's and now he's not a villain in Ragnarok. No, he's not. He's, he's like just yeah, little brother. That's kind of like now he has a full on character arc because now he's yeah. an antihero. Yeah, now he's a full on. So he's ready yeah. to until yeah. Infinity War. We'll see what happens I'm there. Cry. I'm gonna yeah. Before yeah. I just want to say something real fast. Before I used to be like messing with these guys and saying, "Oh, Loki's not the best MCU villain," and surprise, surprise. I was actually just kidding about that. I think he definitely is the best 
MCU villain. I think you changed your mind. I think you just changed your mind. I think you gave it some more thought. No, no. I feel like if we did this a couple days earlier, you would have you that you would have put. I wanted. All right, you guys can think what you want, but the looks on your faces when I said he wasn't the best villain was priceless. You all freaked freaked out and leaked out. You all look like fleas. (laughs) <laughs> all right this brings us to the last final section last final section of this two-part episode news top five news that we are bringing to you guys fandom news every week every week so Devin and clint you guys want to take this away all right finish it off finish it strong um, I'll start with the first one. I'll say, okay. Black Panther has passed Titanic, the 90, 1997 film. Huge, huge movie. Love that movie. In the U.S. domestic box office, joining Avatar and Star Wars The Force Awakens as one of the highest grossing films of all time. The fact that it's yeah. in the same category as The Force Awakens. Scary. And it just sh- goes to show how big the MCU fandom base is and how big... Infinity War will be. Oh, That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Better blow Black That's all I gotta say. All right, Clint, let's hear it. Infinity War has already pre-sold more tickets than the past seven MCU films combined. That is amazing. That is amazing. That's, That's amazing. Pre- pre-sold. That pre-sold, just gets yeah. me so hype, and I want to see its progression in the box office. Anyway, all right. Here's a quote by Joe Russo, the co-director for Infinity War, and it says. For us, it's very important that the heroes feel pain and that they make sacrifices because I think that not only is a great storytelling is it great storytelling, but it also is inspiring. Inspiring, and I think we need a lot of inspiration in this world right now. Mm. So for us, I don't know if we can ever get you to accept it, but I promise you this: we'll do our damn best to tell you the best story possible. And what you do with it from there is up to you. That's a scary quote. That is a scary quote. The fact that he says... That's intimidating because now I'm like... So for us, I don't know if we can ever get you to accept it. Also, check this out. They want you to feel... When he says... Stuff needs to happen. It's very important that heroes feel pain and that they make Uh, sacrifices. So that's implying that in this movie, heroes will feel pain from loss of other characters and feel led to make sacrifices because of that. Oh, no. And we will talk about theories for that later. Really important stuff. But number four, let's hear it. Uh, A Quiet Place making a lot of noise at the box office. Ah! (laughs) 18.9 million just on Friday, April 6th alone. The horror film directed and starring John Krasinski only cost 17 million to make. On just one day being released, it broke even and made a profit of one point nine million. That's great. That's amazing. He's also the pretty cool lead writer on that too. Like he did, yeah. this was his baby. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good movie. I recommend all you right. go see it. And then finally, I do too. And number five, Bring it all solo back trailer number two was released on April eighth. It was a long one. It was a long. It, was it long. showed a lot. And in fact. The first time I watched it, I didn't like it as much. It's probably because I saw it in poor quality. But 
<laughs> Are you saying TV's bad quality? No, just at the time, it was like terrible buffering. But then I saw it again oh, when I got home, and I was like, whoa, I'm really excited for Solo, which we will, in the next month, get a whole Solo series One into. One of the things I thought was so funny, this show, is they freaking tease the death of Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> Running into that boulder in the mountain. I'm like, yeah. I was like, we all know else. he's not. I literally, I literally it said. It could have been a different. Um, could it be his wife? That's in the. That's true. Because there, uh, there was that moment where, where Chewie like, hugs that other female. Yeah, Wookie. because there, okay, there's sorry. there's a legends I comic. Assumed his stop assuming genders, orientation. Jack. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jack. You're assuming genders. <laughs> Chewbacca's gay. Chewbacca's. <laughs> no, but I it there was multiple like Wookies in that scene. Chewie, you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. All right. Well, boys. Wow. Solo, you are. <laughs> All right. So, are we are we are we done? We're wrapping up. Yes. Is that what's yeah. happening here? Yes. Wow, guys! Thank you so much for listening, tuning in to everybody. Say goodbye. All of this is this has been a lot, a lot Jack of anticipation goodbye. for not only us, but I'm sure you guys, as we've had to keep posting the postponing the episode. Postponing. Thank you again. <laughs> For listening, and we love you guys. Um, please send us feedback. Please send feedback fast. Please follow Lone Gunman too on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, also shout out to Lone Gunman. The Lone Gunman underscore. Uh, Just in case if you didn't know about the underscore, we will be revamping and renewing ourselves pretty soon here. So like stay a tuned rebrand, for that. like a rebrand. So get ready for that. Oh yeah. All right. Well. You guys have a great rest of your week, and we will have a new episode coming out just in a few days. Oh, yeah. It'll be Infinity Gauntlet. We're going to be going over comics of Infinity War. Our boy Clint Alfrey is going to be- Dyslexic, mm, man. Going to be covering that. Oh, of course. Yes. Going to be hosting that one, and then after that will be Infinity War Predictions, and then Bam. Infinity War Reflection after it comes out. Which Iceman's. Iceman will be hosting that one. And Jack's going to be hosting the predictions. Oh, we've got some good stuff coming up. All right, guys. Good work, well, boys. good work. All right, guys. Marvel yeah. Month. This has been awesome. Marvel Month signing out. Adios.